Podcasting from Phoenix, Arizona, the home of year-round flip-flops, the nation's largest city park, and Cactus League spring training. This is The Saver and The Spender, a weekly podcast about budgeting and money habits from both perspectives. And now, here are your hosts, The Saver and financial coach, Kelsa Dickey, and her husband, The Spender, Michael Dickey. Well, hello there, everyone. This is Kelsa, the saver of The Saver and The Spender. And today on this episode of our podcast, I wanted to share with you uh, one way of making decisions. Oftentimes, somebody will say, well, how much should I spend on that? Or what's a good amount to spend? And they aren't sure how to make that decision, especially when it's something where there's tons of different options, maybe buying a car or picking a school for the kids or choosing the Airbnb that we stay in for vacation. You know, sometimes we've got hundreds of options and it's really overwhelming to go with, you know, do we go with the cheapest one or do we go with the most expensive one? Oftentimes, if you're like us and you have a saver and a spender uh, in the relationship, the saver tends to want to go with the cheapest option. The spender, it seems like they want to choose the most expensive. And to someone that's a saver like me, we're really questioning like, why is that even needed? Why do we need to spend that much money? It seems like we're maybe picking that one just because it's the most expensive. Um, And so in other words, this can sometimes be a recipe for disaster because it can feel like you're definitely not on the same page. And you know, how to make this decision. And this is where value-based decision-making can really come into play. Uh, It can be extremely effective. It gives you peace of mind. It helps you narrow down your choices and can even save you money. Uh, But when I say that, I know it's kind of like, well, what exactly does that mean to... Uh, you know, make a value-based decision? Like, how do I do that? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, Let's just take this example of going on vacation and wanting an Airbnb uh, as an example. So uh, you go on the website and you've got the choices that are like $40 a night, you know, for someone's room in their basement, or you've got the villas that are like $600 a night, and then you have hundreds of choices in between. And again, this is where one person might say, let's go as cheap as possible. The other one might say, yes, but this one looks so beautiful and it's more expensive. You know, how do we narrow this down? The first thing that I want you to do is either by yourself or together, depending on your situation, I want you to narrow down the three things that you care most about when making this decision. And when it comes to Airbnb, this can be any number of things and it's going to be different for everybody, but I want you to come up with just three, maybe even less than three. If there's only a couple, that's okay too. But you really don't want more than three things that you think are most important to you when making this decision. So let's say maybe it's like, proximity to something. Maybe it's proximity to a venue you're planning to go to while you're there or a friend's house because you're visiting them. Uh, Maybe proximity to the beach or a lake or something like that. Um, Maybe the size is important. If you've got a family, maybe it needs to have at least three bedrooms or two bedrooms, any number of things. Uh, Maybe you really care if it has a pool um, or maybe you would really love it to have a great view of something. Uh, possibly you want outdoor seating. So maybe that's a a big factor for you. It won't be for everybody, but maybe that's something you care about. There's any number of things that are important to you. Maybe you really wanted to have a big kitchen because you love to cook. Uh, That would not be important to me. I do not enjoy cooking at all. So that would not be a big deal to me at all. But you know, the idea is just to pick the three things that together you value most in this decision. And then I want you to narrow your search 
And I want you to look at the Airbnb in this case that is the cheapest that matches those three factors. Okay. So the idea here is just look at the cheapest one in your value system ranking. So once you've eliminated all the ones that don't match these values, then what is the cheapest option available? Imagine if you could get the things you want most, the things that you care about most for the least amount of money. To me, that is a win-win scenario right there. And maybe it's not the cheapest, but maybe it's just one up from that or one up from that. But that to me is a way of really narrowing down your options so that you're not looking at a plethora of options. And then it's really hard to have a conversation when there's too many factors that you're considering. So that's what value-based decision is all about. It's really narrowing down the things that you care most about in that decision, and then maybe finding the cheapest one that matches those criteria. And it's, it's not about doing it for the cheapest other than even if we could spend more, maybe we had more in our travel budget and we could spend more it, it could be that there's a better use of that money. I mean, it could be that that allows us to take another weekend away some other time because we've actually come in under budget. I often tell clients that it's a really beautiful thing when you can come in under budget, you know? Um, saving money, we can make a game of that, but you really want to do it, especially from a value-based perspective because then you're getting the things that are most important to you for the least amount of money. This isn't like saving money for the sake of saving money. It's getting the things that are important to you, saving money in the process. The saver is happy. The spender is happy. Uh, it can really make this um, decision a lot easier to make and helps you avoid a lot of those conversations. Again, this is really important when it comes to maybe picking out furniture or buying that next vehicle. I find buying vehicles really stressful until I've narrowed down the things that I care most about because there's just so many um, options and the information overload just really can take over sometimes and all the reviews out there. And so, you know, this can really help you in that perspective, maybe choosing the kid's daycare or the kid's school. Uh, like I said, there's any number of things where this decision-making can come into play. So I hope this was helpful for you. We would love to hear from you. Check out our Facebook group, The Saver and The Spender, and start you know, by joining in the conversation over there, letting us know if this was helpful for you. If you're already doing something similar, um, and maybe you just didn't even realize it, realize it, maybe you didn't realize that what you were doing was actually making value-based decisions. Some people do this very naturally. Other people... Um, you know, really don't know how to do it. And so this is the step-by-step -step guidance that I want you to take with you and your spouse so that you guys can uh, get on the same page and make these types of financial decisions with a bit more ease. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Please let us know. And until next time, this was The Saver and The Spender. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening to The Saver and The Spender. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address, www.fiscalfitnessaz.com, to your family, friends, and colleagues. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at IamFiscallyFit, and on Facebook at FiscalFitnessPHX. Join us next time for another edition of The Saver and The Spender.